Chapter Three of Meteorology. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Marianne. Meteorology by J. G. McPherson. Chapter Three: True and False Do. Ever since men could observe and think, they have admired the diamond globules sparkling in the rising sun. These dewdrops were considered to be shed from the bosom of the morn into the blooming flowers and rich grass leaves. Ballantine's beautiful song of providential care tells us that Ilkableira grass keeps its ain drape dew. But, alas, we have to bid good-bye to the appellation dewdrop. What was popularly and poetically called dew is not dew at all. Then what is it? On what we have been accustomed to call a dewy night, after the brilliant summer sun has set, and the stars begin to peep out of the almost cloudless sky, let us take a look at the produce of our vegetable garden. On the broccoli are found glistening drops, but on the peas, growing next to them, we find nothing. A closer examination shows us that the moisture on the plants is not arranged as would be expected from the ordinary laws of radiation and condensation. There is no generally filmy appearance over the leaves. The moisture is collected in little drops, placed at short distances apart, along the edges of the leaves all round. Now, place a lighted lantern below one of the blades of the broccoli, and a revelation will be made. The brilliant diamond drops that fringe the edge of the blade are all placed at the points where the nearly colorless veins of the blade come to the outer edge. The drops are not dew at all, but the exudation of the healthy plant, which has been conveyed up these veins by strong root pressure. The fact is that the root acts as a kind of force pump and keeps up a constant pressure inside the tissues of the plant. One of the simplest experiments suggested by Dr. Aitken is to lift a single grass plant with a clod of moist earth attached to it and place it on a plate with an inverted tumbler over it. In about an hour, drops will begin to exude, and the tip of nearly every blade will be found to be studded with a diamond-like drop. Next, substitute water pressure. Remove a blade of broccoli and connect it by means of an India rubber tube with a head of water of about 40 inches. Place a glass receiver over it so as to check evaporation, and leave it for an hour. The plant will be found to have excreted water freely, some parts of the leaves being quite wet, while drops are collected at the places where they appeared at night. If the water pressed into the leaf is colored with anine blue, the drops, when they first appear, are colorless, but before they grow to any size, the blue appears, showing that little water was held in the veins. The whole leaf soon gets colored of a fine, deep blue-green, like that seen when vegetation is rank. This shows that the injected liquid has penetrated through the whole leaf. Again, the surfaces of the leaves of these drop-exuding plants never seem to be wetted by the water. It is because of the rejection of water by the leaf's surface that the exuded moisture from the veins remains as a drop. These observations and experiments establish the fact that the drops which first make their appearance on grass on dewy nights are not dew-drops at all, but exuded watery juices of the plants. If we now look at dead leaves, we shall find a difference of formation of the moisture on a dewy night. 
the moisture is spread equally over, where equally exposed. The moisture exuded by the healthy grass is always found at a point, situated near the tip of the blade, forming a drop of some size. But the true dew collects later on, evenly, over all the blade. The false dew forms a large glistening diamond drop, whereas the true dew coats the blade with a fine pearly luster. Brilliant globules are produced by the vital action of the plant, especially beautiful when the deep red setting sun makes them glisten, all the tremble, with gold light, while an infinite number of minute but shining opal-like particles of moisture bedecks the blade surfaces, in the form of the gentle dew. Like that which kept the heart of Eden green, before the useful trouble of the rain. End of chapter 3